0: They could be sailing round the coast, watching whales, making toast, surveying coral reefs, or picking citrus. Driving, listening, nodding, smiling, net phoning and mobiling, dialing up Australia. yes, I'm calling from Launceston. We're at the Masters Swimming Australia Tasmanian Championship. We're here for the weekend. Uh, I'm from Melbourne, but we've got about 150 swimmers from around Australia. All adult swimmers up to about age 86, I think is the oldest, the youngest probably about 20. We're we're delighted this, this time around. We've got nine participants from the Invictus Games who are going to swim in October in Sydney at the Invictus Games, and they're here just learning how to how to race and how to prepare themselves for um, master Swimming type events. They're doing about three or four events before they actually arrive at the Invictus Games. They've joined Masters Clubs around Australia. Each one, is, there's nine of them here, and they've each joined a club where they live. Yeah, some of them are pretty good swimmers too. I'm president of Master Swimming Australia. I've been swimming with Master Swimming more than 25 years now. We've travelled the world. We've been to Kazan three years ago and swam the World Championships there, and we swam to Budapest exactly this time last year at the World Championships they have. So we get to travel around. We live in Melbourne, but... We, you know, we go around the country. We're in Queensland and Perth already this year.
1: It's about 16 to 17 here in the ocean here. Melbourne, you'd be a bit cooler, wouldn't you? It's
0: it's uh, around about nine, just under nine uh, degrees in the oh. bay. I don't know what it is down here, but the temperature, the air temperature here is now zero. I suspect their water's probably pretty chilly too. On a Sunday morning... The Somerset sea snakes are in the pool. Banambra's icy. dalvine's cool. It's snowing where it's never snowed before kitchen spotless in Cundabung, and if your mother hasn't rung, she's probably listening to Macca on a Sunday morning. She waits all week for Macca
1: on a Sunday morning. Too right, good morning and welcome. The Invictus Games is going to be great. That'll be on. Uh, Prince Harry's coming up for that, and be, you've probably got relations or friends that are going to be involved in the Invictus Games. October, it's going to be a big time. Uh, We'll tell you more about that. Um, 1300 700 that's our number, 1300 700 Love to talk to you wherever you are. This is a little montage of some people who rang last week. Um, Just have a listen to the things that people say on this program.
2: I'm the chairman of the Budget Motel chain, and the thing is that most of our uh, motels are in rural areas, so that they're doing it tough too. majority are out in rural New South Wales, Victoria and Queensland, the farmers aren't going into town and staying a night in the motel, you know, just doing their quick trips whenever they can. So the, f- the drought's affecting everybody. And all of our motel or our motel members, they're all family groups, you know. Exactly. It's, it's not the big guys, the high end of town. It's it's a family-run operation and they give back to the community. Also, just one other thing, Maggie, you've probably seen this annoying female that runs around and, and attacks our TV every night telling us it's cheaper to buy online. Just wanted to let people know that it's far easier. If you contact the motel direct, you'll get a better deal and you will with those guys. And and it- the money that they they're charging motels anywhere between 15 and 30 percent in commission and all that money goes overseas and they're not paying tax in australia either all that money as i said goes overseas they don't pay tax if they do it's a very very small amount
1: how's the coffee in samara russia right, michael oh it's great they know how to make good coffee although most
2: most people are drinking tea here and really strong
3: scented tea with spice in it but mate i've got to tell you one of the things here they eat tomatoes here like we would eat a peach and they're the best tomatoes I've oh. had since I was a kid. These big, rich, red tomatoes. you brought back the so was, What happened to our
1: tomatoes? It, what happened to tomatoes? Actually, ask the scientists. My friend, we used to have a friend that used to correspond with the program and he called them bull tomatoes. And I said, why do you call them bull tomatoes? And he said, well, because you can knock a bull down with them. They're that hard. Bread, the <laughs> bread the taste and the flavour out of tomatoes. But they're tomatoes you can ship from Samara, Russia to, you know, to Warrnambool and there'll be no, you know, they'll still survive. Do well, the They're actually cut
0: way like literally cutting them up like we cut up fruit, you know, like we might cut
3: up an apple and put it on a plate. They're cutting up tomato at every meal and just putting it there in the meal to share and it's just delicious. There's of course a lot of borscht as well and I've just for the first time ever had horse sausage.
1: Oh, horse, as in wings. Horse salami. Yeah, yeah kind of
3: a
4: bit weird. But it was actually tasty but it was not something I'll probably look for again. <laughs>
5: Oh, good morning. My name is Joy. I'm with the Queensland Country Women's Association. It's just funny to say that we're doing everything we can to help our farmers. We have our public rural crisis fund, which anybody can apply for. Our aim always is to make sure that we keep our shops and the local suppliers and tradies all working as well. We've got to keep our shops open out there and our suppliers going. So we only do uh, vouchers to the local stores and, or I give credit to shops if there's no end trade. The local supermarkets don't have uh, vouchers. We'll put uh, credits on the store accounts we want to keep the chemists open well we just want to keep all the shops open out there and by sending loads of goodies out there is not helping our shopkeepers and our local suppliers they the lifeline to the people in the outback so even when we're buying hay now that we've had a money given to us to help support the farmers through dick smith that money also we want to source it through our local suppliers so they can order it and keep them alive and going as well
1: this is one hell of a drought and uh, there doesn't seem to be a lot of rain on the horizon Joy.
5: No, there isn't. I just did over 900 uh, kilometres in and around the central Highlands area. And gosh, those ladies are so, so tough, aren't they? So when you live in the city here we can just walk in and get what you like, it's so easy, but you have to go out there to really understand how hard and how resilient, not just the ladies, but everybody is. And we need to support them fully. So I hope people will go on our website, qcwa.org.au, and look up our public rural crisis form if they need to apply or donate to us because every dollar you give us, we give out to somebody. We take no overheads on that one. So we want to support the people as much as we can.
1: Robin, are you a nun?
4: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Josephite sister.
1: In In Gill?
4: One of Mary McKillop's mob, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm go. the
4: only one. There used to be seven here, but I'm the only one now. We like the cattle. We're dying out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're, we're still very vibrant, even though we're older. Yeah. We're still with, d- covering more ground. I used to teach, and at the moment I'm teaching scripture in the public school, and our little kids there are praying for rain. And every time we pray, nice? we get about three mils of rain. Come to come to Gilgandra. We've got a big Catholic school, and we've got a big uh, state
1: school. Well, I'm not a Catholic, uh, uh, Robert. That doesn't matter, does it?
4: No, it doesn't matter one bit. <laughs> uh, with a name like McNamara, what happened to the County Clare heritage? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think
1: I think <laughs> she's got a great laugh. I think they lost it on the way. <laughs>
6: Well, we really enjoyed the long ocean passages, the uh, solitude, the uh, being in the middle of a blue disc. We loved the sea life around uh, South Africa. That was the maximum uh, amount of sea life we saw. We even had a whale mother and baby come dead for us and we were a bit worried and then they went under our boat. And we had about, uh, you know, half a kilometer of water under us. And suddenly the depth sounder said 10 meters and they stayed under for half an hour. And we think that was the mother shielding the baby from great white sharks. Oh, really? Yeah, Uh, that was off Saldana Bay. And there were thousands of sea lions and seals and, uh, I mean, literally hundreds of them all around popping up and lots of whales. Beautiful life around South Africa. The other place we saw a lot of sea life was in the Humboldt when we were going to the Galapagos. But the North Atlantic and the Pacific coming across, surprisingly little sea life. It was really an eye-opener that we are destroying our environment. And I think that uh, one of the important things that urban people need to remember is that uh, you can't eat money. can't eat iPhones It's food that keeps us alive. It's clean food, clean water. And uh, we have the best farmers in the world in this country. And we're not just feeding ourselves, we're feeding the world. And we need to look after these people. And they need to know that we're supporting them and that we don't just think of them as not part of our scene or whatever. Uh, This inclusion is very important. If you feel included and worried about, you're less likely to feel isolated and uh, depressed. We need a massive effort from the cities now because our country cousins really need us
1: on the line is uh our new prime minister uh scott morrison good morning prime minister
3: g'day macker how are you
1: Mate, I'm a bit um, frazzled here this morning as I've got a studio full of people and emails coming everywhere and I mentioned that you might be coming on this morning and I've got 7,000 questions to ask.
3: (laughs) I don't know if we've got time for 7,000, mate, but I'll I'll be happy you'll pass them all on to me because I think they're really important, mate. I I, I particularly wanted to speak to you today because, mate, I wanted to thank you for just the role you're doing and just talking to people and listening to people. I mean, I this is a big problem we all know that but I think what you've done in just what you've always done on your program is just tremendous I mean I was listening last weekend and Mm -hmm. um, I often listen as you know and um, it's making a big difference mate We we can't make everything happen but um, what you're doing is making a difference
1: well it's, it's really about um, isn't it talking to people it's as much about as I've, I've always said when you when you're times of trouble and I remember a lady rang up and her son had just been killed and um, she was crying and hmm. And all you can really do is have a cup of tea and have a cuddle, really, and um, sure. and that's the same thing when you've got a, a drought like this which continues on and on. We need to cuddle one another, in, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I and, think that's true. And Graham with his hundred trucks going up to um, Dubbo and all those places sure. and stuff is, is is what it's all about. Mm. Um, Prime Minister, tell me about um, the last two, three days. It's been... And are you used to getting called Prime Minister? Is that, is that, you'll get used to it after a while. I right? keep
3: looking over my shoulder to see if... <laughs> someone said Treasury the other day. I was with Josh and I turned around. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you do get used to that. But it has been a, a very busy couple of days. And as I said in my first press conference, there's a lot of important things we need to do to make Australia even stronger. But uh, right now, my, my first set of meetings um, have been to meet with Major General Stephen Day, who, mm-hmm. was, going, who was coordinating all the drought relief and support uh, from the federal government's perspective and to work with the state and territory governments. Um, that's on top of many other things that had already been done, and I can run through those. But um, that's really been my, my, my principle. What's the issue I've got to just really get on top of straight away? There's plenty of other issues. There's no doubt about electricity prices and t- or taxes and all of these things. We've got to deal with all of those, health care, Medicare. But this is the thing that I think Australians very much want the attention of their Prime Minister on, and, and right now, only in the job a couple of days, and for Major General Day, it's really about listening, planning, acting. And I know people are frustrated that uh, they would have liked to have seen things happen sooner. I mean, in these circumstances, I think we always feel like that, but mm. um, we're here, and he, we're going to do everything we, we must do and need to do, and we'll get it done.
1: Yeah, Len rang this morning from Musselbrook and he was delivering water and it was raining and he said, you know, he's really disappointed because he said, I might be out of a job here in Musselbrook because I've had a lovely time the last, you know, <coughs> week, weeks or whatever delivering water to these people and he said they're such nice people and mm. um, he's not going to be sad that uh, it's raining but, uh, yeah, he, he just loved loved his job. Water's one big problem. Yeah. Um, I was I was in driving past Shepparton about five weeks ago and we went past this huge, big shed with hey, mm. obviously a a centre for a hay distribution company and I uh, might have been going overseas, I don't know. But people ask questions about why should we stop sending hay overseas because we'd, it's been a big export business for Australia, hasn't mm. it? Yeah. Um, all those sort of things and, and water and people, you know, ring me here with pipe plans and dam plans and putting water into lake air and stuff like that. Is there, I mean, I suppose when you're in a situation like yours, it's, it's really good because you've got problems. It'd be different if you're just there and there's nothing much to do. But you've got, you've got some big problems. Well,
3: there's plenty of work. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> there's plenty of work. But the focus we've got here... I mean, it was pleased to see the reports on, on, the, on the rain yesterday in the last 24 hours, 19 mil in, in Dubbo, 23 in Burke, up St George, 35, 8 mil in Charleville, um, and 26 mil in parts of the Darling Downs. Look, that's encouraging, but we know that's 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 nowhere near what's obviously mm. needed. But um, you've got to first focus on, on the people and, and make sure... You're looking after them, and you're getting the resources in to look after them. And I know there's some frustrations in that and getting access to that support. Um, the people uh, who, who need to get feed for their stock, all that needs to be coordinated. And, mate, then there's the towns. I was listening to that lovely woman. Um, I think she called in from Hewenden last week. Yeah. And, um, and she was telling me the story about, you know, we've got to look after the towns. And, you know, I've previously just been the treasurer, and uh, we can't make it rain but we can keep these towns alive. Um, and that's why we put that extra money into all the councils in those areas. So they can be bringing forward projects and programs so people in the towns can get work. Uh, the money will go through the towns. The hairdressers will stay open.
1: Exactly. Um,
3: th- that's, that will, I mean, we can't make it rain, but that can be a bit like the effect of rain in those towns. So we deal with that first. And then, you know, we look at the medium term and longer term, it's about how we're even better prepared and we are better prepared next time this inevitably hits.
1: It's a bit like a future fund, really, isn't it? A but a future fund for drought, you know? Um... Well, I heard
3: that idea you mentioned last mm. week. Um, look, everything's on the table, macker, mm. and that's what Major General Day is tasked. I mean, people might remember many years ago when we came into government and I was involved in the stopping the boats. It's, look, like with any project, you, you need someone to coordinate your response. You've got to pull resources and people from everywhere to, to, to focus on it. Um, that's the same thing we did back then. Uh, the states and territories, particularly the states, obviously, very important here um, and getting their cooperation. Everybody wants to try and, and help and do the right thing. Um, but the frustration often in government is getting it coordinated and getting it to where it needs to get. And, uh, mate, that's what we're going to do. There's, there'll, be, there'll be no shortage of effort and no shortage of resource.
1: Um, I was at the football about um, – uh, well, it was Anzac Day, actually, and um, I was lucky enough to get an invite to the um, – the trust the Sydney Creek ground trust box mm. i don't know how it happened but i think i said i wanted to go to the football and but i think it was booked out always is booked out mm. like like the uh, afl match in collingwood and essendon in in melbourne as mm. they get about 80 and 90000 but um and the the treasurer the then treasurer turned mm. up and we said good day and i said good day and i had a little um little cameron with me and uh, mm. i said oh cameron this is um this is uh, scott morrison he's the treasurer and he said, We're very pleased to meet you. He's a very lovely little kid. And then we went away, and he said, um, Is he a treasure hunter? <laughs> <laughs> And, and and I said, no. So we spent the next five minutes spelling treasure, because I'm trying to get him, to. because sp- some kids are challenged. So anyway, so anyway, watch football, and you, the part we all left. And then I was sitting yes, on so the... George had a good win that day. Yeah, they did. That's yeah. the last one, probably. Um, and um, then I was on, we were on the bus in Anzac Pride. Don't mention Anzac Pride. And, um, yeah. and I was sitting there thinking to myself, and, and I thought, well, yes, you really were a treasure hunter, or you... You are, because you were hunting treasure to try and get down the the debt. How's all that going?
3: Well, debt, we've turned the corner on now, and our net debt is actually falling uh, this year. It peaked last year. And it comes down 30 billion dollars over these next four years, and it comes down over 200 billion, 230, in fact, over the next 10. I mean, last year was the last time we had to go out and borrow extra money to pay for the everyday expenditure of government. So you know, you didn't have to put the uh, the groceries on the credit card as of last year as a government. And so that any any debt that you need is for infrastructure and you know the stuff that you'd normally use debt properly for. And uh, to build the things we need to build, um, roads, infrastructure, and so on. So um, the debt's the debt's turning the corner. And the budget's coming back into balance. It's it's projected to be in surplus next year, um, and that's all good. Um, but uh, the the one thing that I really want to see us do, mate, is this, if you have a strong economy, you can do all the things. You can respond to a drought. You can you can pay for schools. You can you can do all the things you need to do in the towns. Um, but you've got to have a strong economy. If you don't have that, then All the other things, they're all just words. And uh, so there's that. We're going to keep Australians safe, mate. But like you're doing on your program, we've got to keep Australians together. We can't have them thinking that, oh, look, you've got to do worse for me to do better. That's not what we're about.
1: And that's, that's your struggle. I mean, you've got uh, you've got um, problems on all fronts, but that's good. As I said, I think it's great to have – it's no good sitting around, oh, well, what will I do now? You, <laughs> you don't know where to look. Um, and, and in some ways I feel sorry for you because you're, you're there in this new job and everybody's coming at you about all these – because we've got lots of problems. And so anyway, uh, good luck. Listen, I understand I'm getting all these questions for you and I can't possibly ask because we're not a current affairs program, but um, – I understand your great aunt was Mary Gilmore. Is that right?
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. Great, great aunt. My great, great aunt. Yep. And and Billy Gilmore all those guys are up there in Cloncurry. I was up there last year, and um, Greg Campbell, the mayor up there, he's a, he's a good bloke. And we and we went and visited my my great great aunt's grave there with uh, Billy, and uh, and we went out to a property called Longford, um, which he they used to run, and there was another one called Greenwood, which I met when I was a kid. I went there when I was a kid, and it was great to go back around there but gosh it was dry and that was, that was before the rains they had up there, they've been sending me photos of the rain since up there and the transformation was just unbelievable
1: um, Prime Minister I'll let you go very shortly, I just wanted to, Dick Smith's rung, he said are you going to get country aviation going back again which will help jobs in the bush um, that's what Dick says um, Jade from southern New South Wales says keep grain stocks here in Australia for periods of low supply um, um, are you going to stop, Kerry? Are you going to stop exports of fodder overseas? There's a million here, but you get the drift.
3: Um, I do. Well, mate. If, if, if all of this, if, if someone in, in in your studio there can package it up and send it across to us, I'll get put that in front of uh, Major General Day. I'm going up to um, Western Queensland with him uh, tomorrow, and we'll be visiting some areas there. And and getting on the ground because we're doing that listening which is needed to then plan and then act and uh, right now um, we are rolling out a lot of things at the moment um, but it's got to be coordinated and it's got to get to where people need but for all of your listeners the way they've responded to help people out there um, please keep doing that is an incredible country and listening to your program you just find out how good Australians are.
1: Uh, thank you, Prime Minister. Listen, just tell me, where are you this morning? You're in Parliament House? Yeah,
3: I'm down in Canberra and uh, I'm going to miss that Sharks game this afternoon against, against uh, Newcastle, unfortunately. It's Luke Lewis's last game at Shark Park, um, but I wish um, Louis all the best and I hope the boys bring home a good one because uh, there was a few upsets this round, so Sharks could find themselves in the top four.
1: Yes, exactly. And have you had breakfast? Are you sleeping in Parliament House? All these questions that people want to know. <laughs> no, I'm still,
3: still sleeping in my flat down here in Canberra, but um, the family's going home today. Um, it's been nice to have them about the last couple of days. So,
1: so do, they move down to, do they all move to Canberra now? Or?
3: Oh, no, mate, we're not thinking about any of that at the moment. Um, we're just focusing on the job. That stuff can sort itself out when it needs to, mm. but uh, we've got a lot of work to do. But we're storing the stability. I mean, I just want to assure everyone um, there's a lot of change this week I know people would have been pretty miffed by it would would be an understatement. I think a lot of people would have been absolutely disgusted by it. But, you know, we're a great country. People are going to, you know, get back to where they have to have their heads and where they should have their heads, and that's where I'm going to get their heads so we can get on um, and make this country even greater than it is
1: now. Prime Minister, thanks for talking to us. Thanks, Macca. Hope to do it again. Good on you. Bye. G'day, this is Macca.
4: I was so thrilled to hear um, uh, your correspondent, Mark, there talking about the rowing this morning. All I right. Was over, I was over at Henley in the Lucerne. And Sorry, uh, what's your name? My name's Pam.
1: How are you going, Pam?
4: I'm really well. And where are you? I'm in, I'm in Melbourne. Right. In Melbourne.
1: Yeah, Melbourne, yep.
4: So uh, we were, uh, we don't get much publicity for rowing, and my, my son's a rower, my daughter's a, a, a retired schoolgirl rower, but thinking of coming back to it, but it's just such a great sport, and Henley was like the Melbourne Cup on steroids. I keep it off. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. And it, it was just such an incredibly friendly place. Everyone chats to everyone. You have a Pimm's, you have a beer, you have a champagne. <laughs> it was just awesome. <laughs> so, so, we, should,
1: we should have all been there, Pam. It sounds wonderful. Yeah,
4: yes, seriously. Any Aussies, <laughs> they're all welcome because despite the fact that we won lots of things this year, we won the, the elite men's and women's, yeah. but, uh, and, we, and we picked the the poms for us, yeah. but they were all very gracious. And in fact, I had one fellow. I raced down to watch um, watch the women come through, and uh, towards the end, and I was a bit nervous. And uh, I, I, I wandered up, and I said, they, they sit in these lovely um, deck chairs out on the lawn <laughs> towards the end to watch the race. And I said to this gentleman there, I said, oh look, I'm so sorry, I don't want to block your view. And he said, no, 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 not at all. He said, oh, have you got somebody in the race? He said, well, yes, my son's coxing the Australian women's age and then he obviously looked at his programme and he said, Oh, well, all the best of luck, Mrs. Rook <laughs> So he saw my son's name and, and then they started barracking for us. But it was just amazing.
1: Really. <laughs> we should have we should have all been there, Pammy. Um, uh, so- well I
4: tell you what, next year talking about Cecil Healy before yeah. next next year is going to be the um centenary of the Peace Regatta, which was held at the end of World War One that the king decided and thought it was a good idea before they were all demobbed and sent home think there might have been a bit of too much drinking and fighting going on so the troops needed to be uh, given a focus and so they had a uh, Australian armed forces versus the British Imperial forces and of course who won the Australians so we took the um, the King's Cup home and uh, the Australians row for that every year at the uh, national championships so centenary next year at Henley and it's just huge it's
1: well, such a friendly place we have to do we have to be there don't we mark really yeah. mark campbell oh, yeah. say good day to pam mark. hey
0: pam i don't hey. know your son he's a great guy and that, that's something that should have got a lot more coverage it was mentioned but the fact that we got a woman coxing the men and a man coxing the women correct and and, <laughs> and, and, and a surprise surprise you know that's got nothing to do with it but they both had a fantastic run and, and won those two races first time we and, ever and won I, both together yeah and i
4: think that's one of the loveliest things about about rowing mm. um there's complete gender equity. We've got all the women have the same money that the men get. Um, and in fact, I have to Which say... Which is nothing.
0: That, <laughs> no, no. They, all they get is
4: they get their living allowance yeah. and they get their costs mesh. Um, yeah. But, you know, Tina Reinhardt, who does support them, she's their patron, she actually rocked up and got in the judges' boat and was so excited to follow the girls down in one of their early races. And the girls were beside themselves. I mean, they love having that sort of support. isn't But one- this is what I mean. It's just everyone just mucks in with everyone, has fun says g'day
1: whoever and Australians are very welcome there. I'd, I'd love to I've always wanted to take this program overseas but I reckon that'd be a great place to be on the banks of the Thames doing your program on oh, Sunday morning <laughs> But next
4: but, year, go Next year at the Peace Regatta. All right.
1: Yeah, that's that's not a bad idea, Pammy. I was just I was just thinking while you're saying that, or oh, Mark was saying that the a, a bloke coxed the ladies and the lady. Um, it was just a, a lady rang up the other day and she said she was getting married and she said and the best man was a woman, and uh, <laughs> and and the, and then somebody rang up and said, oh, um, uh, my bridesmaid was a man. Um, so. Yeah, gender equity. It's just, it's all great. It's all happening. It's,
4: well, it just gives everyone a fair go, and that's very, that's very Australian,
1: isn't it? It certainly is. Pam, nice to talk to you. Lovely to talk to you, Macca. Good on you. Bye. Bye.